0: Hello and welcome to Rise of Humanity. I am your host, Chris Karamaya. And for today's episode, I'm very pleased to be joined by my guest, Christy Whitman. Christy is a transformational success coach, two time New York Times best selling author and CEO, and founder of the Quantum Success Coaching Academy, a 12 month transformational coaches training program. Christy is deeply committed to her mission of helping people to transform their lives and manifest their heart's desires with her amazing work. So Christy, it's a pleasure to have you here today. Welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the invitation.
0: <laughs> thank you. So it's one of my aims through this podcast to inspire people to become uh, light worker entrepreneurs and coaches and healers, therapists, teachers, all that kind of stuff. Um, and just to do great things for humanity, really in the form of a uh, business and obviously you're a great example of what is possible in this space so if you'd be uh, sort of happy to go into this and kind of create a breakdown for the process of like what it takes to be successful in this space for people who are listening maybe would love to create this kind of business for themselves and where Where do where do they begin? What's the what's the first step in kind of starting to make an impactful business in this space?
1: That's that sounds great. So is that is that the question you're asking me? Is what's the first step?
0: Yeah, if for people who are looking for some clarity and inspiration, maybe they don't even know where to start. What would be some kind of the uh, first steps you would look into for that?
1: Well, I would first find out like what is your message. I mean, it really comes down to you know, who are you and what do you have to offer that's going to serve the people that are out there? Because when we're not clear on who we are and what our message is and who our ideal client is, it's a little hard to then attract them and market to them and, and even speak to them and then, you know, find them to be able to even serve them. So the first thing I would say is you you need to know, um, you know, are you a coach? Are you a healer? Are you a speaker? You know, what what are you Trying to do in the way that you do it, and then who is the one that you want to receive your message? Is it, you know, women of 35 to 55 that are in business? Is it males that are trying to recover from alcohol? Is it, you know, women trying to, um, you know, kind of become back into the workforce after having children and having been home for a while? Is it someone that is a parenting expert? You know, so you have to figure out what is the pain that you solve or what is the desire that you help people get in whatever form and aspect, you know, that you in whatever way that is, whether it's a, as a healer, a coach, a speaker, you know, in, in whatever way that you're in the helping profession. Um, really important to start there just to know who you are and who you serve.
0: Mm, yeah, that's awesome. And I think I suppose sort of going into that a bit deeper is one of the big things that people issues that they have is that I want to do something great for the world and I I want to you know serve people but I don't know I don't really know what it is that I can do do you think it's like a um looking back at your past and your story and what you've done in your life is that kind of the the place to start to see what it is that you are we can bring to the world is it more kind of making a conscious decision to kind of learn something today that you can then go and contribute to the world
1: well i say you know it's it's a little different than even those two options for me like if someone's saying like i want to serve the world i want to change the world why what why do you want to do that and it's important because you know when a lot of times when we desire to do something is it coming from a place of being aligned and coming from a place of of abundance or is it coming from a place of lack so are you looking at the world that it needs to be fixed and that there's something wrong with the world or is it that you want to add more light to those that you can contribute to so i think knowing what your position is on that and what's the real reason that you want to serve the world in that way is it that excuse me you want to feel a sense of purpose and you have passion in helping people then, you know, when we say we want to serve the world, like, you know, we think in very visual ways. And so when I hear someone, I want to serve the world, I want to be a world server, that's great and everything, but I I now see the earth in front of me. Yeah. You know? (laughs) and That's the picture that comes in my mind. I'm like, yeah, but the how to do that, it's like, okay, let's, let's make it more micro instead of so macro, because in, when you go from the macro level, that instead of just saying, like, I want to serve the world, it's like, well, what part of that do you want to play in? Um, you know, because not many of us are going to be like an Oprah Winfrey, where she has global, you know, presence and actually is, you know, changing the world in that way from that kind of stage and that kind of platform. But each one of us has an ability to, you know, add more light to make someone's life a little bit less stressful or, you know whatever our version of helping is and so that's why it's really important as we we come from like i want to serve the world it's like well why what 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 is the reason what is that kind of feel like for you what is that when you actually are in service and doing something you're seeking and serving the divine you know what are you feeling what is what is that for you is it being on purpose is it being in a space of success? Is it being in a space of abundance? Is it being in a space of compassion or love or, you know, what is that essence? And then for you, each one of us, none of us are unique. What, so what is your past, like you were saying, you know, what is your past problems that you overcame? You know, what's something that you could actually turn around and then help the next person behind you have a leg up? What, what is it that, you can teach them from your own life experience, or your own assets, or your own skill set, or your own training that you've had, or your, the things that you've overcome, that can help someone either move away from the pain that they're having, or move towards something that they desire. And if you keep that in mind of those two things, because either people, where we're people, you know, we're always either um, seeking pleasure or trying to run away from pain, and so to get clear on more of a grounded message of what pain did you have in your life and what did you overcome and could you show people and help people, you know, be that bridge for them from the pain that they're in to being out of pain. Or is it something that you know how to manifest money or you know how to manifest healthy relationships or you know how to, you know, parent in a really conscious loving way. Um, and you've got all these different kind of tips that you could serve so many people by teaching them, you know, when you look at it from that perspective, what would it feel like then to have your own version of helping in the world?
0: Yeah, this is awesome. I and mean, obviously, you've got a very clear insight on what it is. Do you think that people, or do you see that people have resistance to kind of niching down and- Zeroing in on one specific problem, it's like I think I can just help everybody. And you think maybe that you're kind of limiting yourself by choosing one group of people to help. Is that something you see?
1: Yes, I see that all the time. I mean, I've certified and trained over three thousand coaches, wow. and one yeah, and one of the things that we talk about in the Quantum Success Coaching Academy is that you know you you need to pick some area to focus on. So Mark Hansen, you know, says pick a niche and grow rich. Right. Um, but it's, it's more than that for me, it's like your market is out there and how are you going to know what to say to them, how to say it and how to find them. And you don't have to stay. I think the thing is, is that it's almost like, I think of it like dating, you know um, you, you don't want to pick this one person for the rest of your life until you're really, really sure. And that's a wise move to make when it comes to marriage. But in a business and in choosing a niche, you're not married. You don't have to be married. And once you, once you dig deep inside of a niche and you've got that working and you're having success and you're um, you know, able to help a lot of people in that area of expertise, then you can always move on and expand. I mean, you know, one of my areas of um, expertise and one of the books that I wrote back in my early days, about 15 years ago, was on how to help someone, um, you know, heal from suicide. I wrote a book, Why Did She Choose Suicide? Because I had the experience of my sister committing suicide and I was able to heal in a really spiritual and loving, connected way um, and move on in my own life based on what my sister did. And so that was something for me that I wanted to show people how to do that, you know, so that they can continue to live their lives <clears throat> and not be so affected by the people that they lost to suicide. And, you know, and I, I created a, a great business around that. I went in high schools and colleges and I talked about suicide prevention. I wrote two books on, on you know, suicide prevention and, um, realized that most of my talks and you know practicing law of attraction for 20 years and universal laws, all of my talks basically ended with teaching them how to apply universal laws. And that's the key to happiness. And I would hate talking about suicide and I would hate talking about my sister's story and, you know, and all that. And but whenever I would get to the the seven essential laws, I would feel lit up and everybody was like inspired. I'm like, that's what I want to talk about all day, every day. You know and so it morphed it changed and so then i was you know teaching people when the secret came out that it's not just about law of attraction it's about the seven essential laws and that law of attraction just one of many laws it's an important law but it's not even a law you apply there's other laws that we as human beings have to apply and then from there i had people asking me i want you to certify me i want you to teach me what you do as a coach because you're so effective i've worked with so many coaches before And they don't have that spiritual approach that you do, that energetic approach that you do, you know, teach me to do what you do. And that's in 2008, I created the quantum success coaching Academy, you know, and since then my, my brand has unfolded and the things that I talk about the art of having it all, I just released a vice freedom program. Um, because if we're stuck on a vice and we're beating ourselves up and things like that, you know, um, We're not in the, so, you know, things morph and change, and it will for every single person. I mean, you might know, for example, that you want to do something with parenting, but, you know, to know what your niche is in the sense that, you know, this information could be good for everybody, of course it can. You know, if your information is tried and true and how you help people is tried and true, and it's, and it works for, if it works for one person, it most likely will work for somebody else in a different area. It's important to, Pick one area because then you know how to um, market to them. And, And I don't want people to be scared of the word market, but how you would find them, you know, looking for clubs and organizations that would have the people that most need to hear your message. There's, there's organizations or clubs or people that gather that you can search on the internet for. But if you're saying everybody, okay, there's no clubs that everybody is in. You know, if you're wanting to help people that are nurses and, you know, in, in that area have more compassion, for example, in their bedside manner, well, you can go to, an, you know, a bunch of different nursing clubs and organizations and, you know, meetings and that, those type of things that you can find easily the person that you want to talk to. So I recommend, you know, finding that person in your mind. I have my ideal client, and still to this day, is a woman that I met 10 years ago named Evelyn. She came to me wanting coaching because none of the aspects of her life were working. And I, see, I don't see Evelyn today because she's like a totally different person. I see Evelyn, who she was 10 years ago. So every time I write an email, every time I write my books, every time I am speaking on like a Facebook Live, Every time I'm doing anything, I'm directing all of my everything to Evelyn, even though there might be, you know, 50 or 100 or 200 people that I'm speaking to, or 200,000 even, I'm imagining all of them have the qualities and characteristics of an Evelyn.
0: Yeah, that's so uh, awesome, (laughs) a goldmine of information there. (laughs) So do you think there's kind of an element of having to move back down to that level and kind of empathize or connect with where people are because i suppose one of the things is when you progress so well in your own life you just feel like other people kind of maybe should get it too and you have to i suppose you have to reconnect on an emotional level to where maybe you once were in order to be able to you know, connect with that ideal client is that something you've experienced at all
1: yeah absolutely because you know if you if you for example and i'm just gonna use this as an example if you struggled to quit smoking cigarettes and you had like this big struggle to do it and it was the hardest thing you've ever done and now you want to help people quit smoking cigarettes talking to them at where they are in the in the pain point that they're in you know with the desire that they have to become a non-smoker and to quit you know, speaking to them from your own pain and from your own struggle and being able to um, be authentic and real and sometimes vulnerable so that they understand that, oh, this isn't just a talking head, some kind of guru sitting on top of a mountain in the clouds. This is a person that lived their life that had this too, but they also got over it. So they've got the answer. something worked for them. I want to learn what worked for them. Maybe they can help me too. It's it's that feeling of, oh, me too.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Nice. So I don't know if this is something you deal with much with your coaching academy, but do you have any insight on that kind of make taking that leap of faith from maybe if you're in a corporate job already and you start doing a coaching business on the side or I think people have a lot of kind of uh, fear around taking that leap um into and maybe it stops them from even taking that first step and you know can I can I really do this do you do you have to deal with that at all
1: Yeah, of course we do. I mean, you know, we we deal inside the Coaching Academy, um, inside the uh, QSCA is the name for short for Quantum Success Coaching Academy. Um, We talk about how a lot of it's mindset, and it's a lot of it is, um, you know, there's a lot of people that, for example, when they become coaches um, or when they get in the healing space, they might be able to earn an income at you know like their corporate job, but now when it comes to quote unquote, offering or selling you because you are your services, right? You're, you're, you're selling a, a process, right? You're selling a, <clears throat> a result that the person's going to get when they hire you as a coach. And there's something that is very that blocks a lot of people that they're like, well, I could go over there and sell a bunch of widgets. But when it comes to selling myself and how great I am as a coach and how I'm going to help them, that's really difficult because number one, if you're new to the industry, you don't have the understanding of the value that you have as a coach and the value that you can give to the other person. And what I love most Chris about this whole industry, and, and I'm so grateful that I stumbled upon it over 15 years ago was that, um, every step of the along the way is an opportunity for your own personal growth. And and the great thing is is that the, the deeper you go as a person yourself in your own spiritual journey, in your own spiritual growth, um, in your own personal growth, the more you can take your clients along because you can't take clients into places that you yourself won't go.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's powerful. I suppose it's like um, teach what you want to master kind of mindset, isn't it?
1: It is. Um, There's a fine line between that because I have a problem, me personally. I'm I'm all about integrity, Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to teach someone to do something that I haven't done. It'd be like you know, I I hear this all the time. It'd be like a 300-pound person trying to show someone how to create their ideal body, Mm -hmm. or you know how to lose weight, or it'd be like someone that has you know money issues and they've filed for bankruptcy and they themselves have their financial you know, a relationship is a disaster, trying to teach people how to make money. So, you know, there's, that's an, or someone that's, you know, in and out of relationships that can't hold a relationship is going to teach someone how to keep a sustaining, loving relationship. For me, that's out of integrity, right? Um, And yet, and yet there's something that as a teacher, as someone that wants to help, as a helper, healer, coach, that when you, um, want to teach something so say that I've mastered my relationship with money and now I want to teach other people how to master their relationship with money by teaching it I learn even more that that happened to me years ago Um, it was about 12 years ago I created my first um, group coaching program and already feeling abundant and already shifting from lack lack to abundance and that that was like a really big goal of mine and a very um something I was very aware of and very conscious at the time because I realized how much I was in lack um, I went around to all of my um clients at the time there's five of them and I was still working in corporate America and uh, I asked them okay so in order for me to help um help empower all of you You know, instead of doing it individually and working nights and weekends, trying to serve all five of you, what do you want to learn about? And all five of them, hands down, none of them knew each other, said, I want to learn about abundance. And I was like, great, I've got that, right? But in the process of teaching that class, I grew in my own understanding and consciousness of abundance and you know and each time after that i would teach it maybe every two, couple of months with different clients each time after that i would learn and grow and expand and have more examples and you know more opportunities to overcome lack and you know and, and about 2 or 3 years into it i put in another class it started off as a 5 week class and then because of the growth and information i learned i added another whole 60 minutes of content so you know there's a difference between having the knowledge, starting to live from that place and then teaching it versus not there at all. Like if I was just totally in lack and had no idea about abundance and started teaching about abundance, I'm out of integrity.
0: Yeah. And you, it would fall apart eventually, wouldn't it? (laughs) If it even got off the ground.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's, there's people in this industry, unfortunately, and it's just like any other industry, right? Um, there's people that are really in integrity. They really walk their talk. They're really honest. They're in it for the right reasons. They're very clear of what those reasons are. And then there's other people that are just in it for the money. And the integrity part is really not important to them. And those people will be found out. And those reputations, and, and I see it happening in this industry all the time, the people that are not real and true and that are just in it for the money and that really don't have a good quality product or don't have the energy behind you know really wanting to service and and help people that it, it, it's just about the money for them it it, it all comes up and it all comes out in the wash mm-hmm.
0: so yeah 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 i suppose i've i suppose it's different degrees like i've seen well, i've heard of like people who for example who are wealthy and successful and then in doing one thing but they teach like how to do product launches and but that's not how they make most of their money so they enrolling all these people into their program saying this is how to make lots of money but whereas they're making millions doing something else which i suppose in a way it works but at the same time kind of selling people on something really that you're still not not living off yourself in a way
1: yeah. And you know, you gotta, we all have to start somewhere, right? So that's where that balance of integrity and also knowledge and knowing that you will grow. I mean, I know people that that will start doing um, Facebook agencies and then say that they can help you do Facebook ads and, you know, cause they themselves did maybe something and got success. And now they're like, Oh, I'm i I'm a guru at this. I'm a marketing you know, genius at this, and then they start to bring other people on, and yet they're just taking their money because they're not giving them the results. So, I mean, you know, yeah, it's it, there's a fine line.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Something else that you touched on there about group coaching. I mean, for the people beginning in this industry, do you think there's any kind of correlation between like, being in an integrity and starting group coaching versus one-on-one, or is it just really? Do you think it's more just kind of a, a preference thing?
1: you know it, it it's both well so first of all it's um some people are really good with one-on-one coaching and that's what they love that's what you know they they thrive at that and doing a group coaching class is just not their thing right so it, it's different for every single person for me i'm an amazing healer i'm an amazing coach i love working one-on-one with people and i and my clients get amazing results um but i could get the same results for my clients in a group coaching setting. And I love doing that because I'm one to one to many and I'm having more impact. So I don't do one or the other. I do both. And obviously, you know, those that want to spend more time with me alone in more of that intimate way one-on-one it's, you know, it's a different, it's a different way you know, of relating, but it also is a different in costs. So, um, I remember years ago and it, and it really shocked me to find this out. I had one woman who took every single, she wouldn't, she would never do any type of like one-on-one coaching with me. But anytime I had a course, it could be creating your ideal body, attracting your ideal relationship. It could, you know, creating money. doesn't matter what the course was. She wanted, she was in, she always would register. And back in the day, this is 10 years ago, Um, when someone signed up for a group coaching program with me, they would get 30 minutes one-on-one coaching time with me as a bonus. And this woman, her name was Helen. She had um, three and a half hours of one-on-one coaching time with me that she never took advantage of. And when I even approached her with it, I'm like, you know, you have like three and a half sessions with me, three and a half hours with me. And she's like, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) She didn't want... That level of intimacy. She didn't want that level of um, exposure, if you will. And so, but she loved learning in the group setting. So, if you don't offer group coaching, you might be limiting the amount of people that actually may not want the one on one coaching. And then, if you don't offer the one on one coaching, you might be limiting to those people that just want that. I just had that happen with a client the other day. She's like, I know you were offering the group coaching thing. She's like, but I, I need, I just want to be one-on-one. I'm like that. I don't like to learn in a group setting. I would rather have my mentor, my coaches be one-on-one with me. I'd rather be very drilled down. I would get more, you know, um, with me than just to be in a group of people. And um, so it's really anybody's preference what they prefer. And we all learn differently. So the more you can offer and the more different forms you can offer it in, then the better it is.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I like the, the the variability of that because I, I really thrive in group coaching programs. I love the energy, but I've definitely noticed how some people you like, if it's a private Facebook group or something, some people you know who have joined the course and then, never post a single time and you can tell that they kind of enjoy that kind of uh, that's being able to stand back and not be kind of uh, overwhelmed by a one on one situation if they find that uh, a bit too much so yeah it's quite interesting that you made that distinction that's cool
1: yeah it's just it's important again to know your clients and to know who you know instead of going one to serve the world okay well there's people in the world and there's people with problems in the world and You have information that, um, you know, and skill set and life experience and stories and, you know, things that you've overcome that are different than I have. And so you, you have a different set of people, billions of people on the planet. There's no shortage. And, you know, you could do it in a different way, but just understand that there's many different learning styles. And so when you can help someone, you know, some people are they love to read. You know, like, for example, I've learned from being in this industry for 15 years now. Um, some people will never go to a live program. They'll never do a group coaching program, but they love to read. So they're the first to buy a book, right? Or they're the first to download an ebook because they like to read. You know, some people will never buy an ebook because they want to feel the book, they want to feel the pages as they turn them. You know, they want that feeling of a bound book. So the more, you know, and then some other people will never do stuff online, believe it or not, in this day and age, you know, they want to actually go and see you and, and go to, they'll be the first to sign up for a live program to learn from you. So you really have to look at all the different learning styles. Some people are auditory. They, they just want to hear, you know, maybe they just want to, they don't want to see you. They don't want to be seen, but they want to maybe listen on a telephone or on the webinar, um, you know, and hear what you have to say other people um you know are kinesthetic they want to see and touch be able to walk up after a speech and touch you and and, and go oh my god and hug you you know mm-hmm. so.
0: yeah yeah that's cool I mean it seems like you've got I mean I suppose yeah it just all comes down to preference but you've got kind of all basis covered because you obviously two time new york times best-selling author as well do you do you enjoy the the dimension that you know the prior coaching group coaching the the books do you enjoy all the kind of different dimensions that brings to your business then
1: yeah it does i mean for for me it's it's the fact that it it has impacted you know because the the book hit the new york times list it's impacted a lot of people um so that feels really good from a service perspective um, and from a business perspective, it does give a lot of credibility because um, there's not, you know, not everybody can say they're a two-time New York Times bestselling author. There's people that can say they're a bestselling author because they, their book hit the, you know, the list on Amazon for a day. And there's a lot of people that are doing that. So um, it's a big differentiating, you know, thing in a bio, right? So it's just about credibility and, and it's perception that people have. Um, you know, for me, that was a whole just growth period for myself because when I became an author, um, around 15 years ago with my first book, perfect pictures, I was like, I want to become a New York times best-selling author and I want to be on Oprah and you know, the whole thing. I just like, what's, what's the biggest success, you know, measure of success when you're an author it's like, okay, besides getting a Pulitzer surprise, you know, it's like hitting the New York times best-selling book. Um, or getting on that. And, and so that became a goal for me for years. And, I, and like I teach, right, I, I, I felt my way in and through that. So I would always feel like, what, it, what would it feel like to be a New York Times bestselling author? You know, how would my life be different? What would that look like? Um, and, and, you know, I would imagine it and visualize it. And it was really interesting the day that that happened. And, you know, obviously it just didn't happen. I, there were strategies that were put in place and, you know, and, and a lot of hard work went into it. Um, but I, I remember my kids were um, four and five at the time and um, maybe even younger. And yeah, they must've been a little younger. And uh, I, I was at the mall with them and they were in a double stroller. So I think they were two and three. So they were in like a double stroller. I was at the mall and my, my, uh, um, literary agent called me and she said, Congratulations. And I'm like, What? And she said, Your book hit number five on the New York Times list. And I was like, Oh my God, you know, what <laughs> happened. I'm a New selling author, you know. And I went, le- I kneeled down to my boys. And I'm like, mommy's a New York Times bestselling author. And they're looking at me like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you know, like, okay, mommy, you know, and I'm like, okay, so that was, you know, kind of flat. And then you know, Oprah didn't call and, you know, I was—I—I didn't have like a bunch of people calling me to do speaking engagements. I mean, nothing in my life changed, literally nothing. And I'm like, well, that was just a bust. You know, it was like, here's this goal that happened. And and I got to be honest, I, you know, because I was feeling my way into it and what I teach, obviously I was a vibrational match for it. I, It was like I had already been acting as if I was. And, um, when it happened, nothing changed. And, and it kind of depressed me. I was like, here's this huge goal. Now I can call my t- you know myself a New York times bestselling author. Absolutely. Nothing has changed. And it was like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it was, well, well, that, what was all that for then? You know? So it's, it was just interesting so that it, you know, I had a perception that something would drama- i don't know if I thought a parade would go through my house or you know what I thought, but um nothing really changed so yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah um yeah, that's funny, but definitely i think um the just the the scale of it, and obviously, like you said, some people like to read, i mean you can't necessarily. I always guarantee someone's going to have the same transformation reading a book as they are uh, from private coaching, where some people might. um, But just having that, being able to reach people on such a big level, and I think that's, do you see that kind of as one of the big advantages of group coaching as well? Because just the the scalability and how you can leverage your time. Because I suppose if you're working one-on-one, there's only so many hours in a week that you can work with clients one-on-one, isn't there?
1: Well, that's it. You're trading time for dollars. When you look at it for that way, you know, it's like, I can only, you know, coach so many people in a day so that, you know, I'm all about abundance and anytime I feel limited in any way, it's like, okay, what are the options or solutions for this? And I actually got um, this idea from about 11 years ago, 12 years ago, I think from a guy named um, Steve Harrison um, from Bradley communications. And he said, what if you took each and every one of your clients, and put them into a group coaching program and taught them the same thing that all of them want to learn. And he's like, you could be working one day, or excuse me, one hour a week, instead of five on your coaching. And I thought about it and I'm like, wow, cause at the time I was still working in corporate America. So wow, I could save time and probably make more money. And the cool thing was, is that, um, my clients because one-on-one coaching your trading time for dollars is more expensive than group coaching they found it more affordable and so it it opened me up to instead of like i used to speak at the learning annex and you know all over the country but especially in new york i go in manhattan and and do um this the learning annex and i would talk about do like a three and a half hour workshop and if i was just to oh you know meet someone for the first time and say, do one-on-one coaching with me, um, it's kind of like, okay, we're going to go on a first date. And now I'm going to ask you to marry me, you know, but, but doing offering a group coaching program, which is less intimate because they're getting, you know, they're not getting a hundred percent of my attention and time. Um, more people feel comfortable to do that. And it's like, okay, that's like going on a date and I'm able to, no matter how many, I mean, I, I just started a program, like I mentioned in January um, where 110 people signed up for the course and I'm teaching this, you know, it doesn't matter if there's 10 people there or 110 people there. I'm teaching the same information, but now I'm maximizing the amount of reach that I have, the amount of service that I'm giving, the amount of people that are transforming. And of course, then more money, because there's only so much, I would be able to charge a client one-on-one versus if I'm teaching a group, of 110 people each week for you know four weeks
0: yeah that's awesome i mean i suppose it it kind of depends how big you want to go but i always feel like it's it's almost like a duty someone's duty to eventually launch a group coaching program because just the the amount of more lives that you can impact and the accessibility as you said that the not as expensive and working one-on-one i think uh, i always see it's like a duty, really. but I suppose it comes down a lot of it comes down to preference really.
1: It is. It's preference and learning styles, but I agree with you, Chris, because it's like you know for me, I feel like I'm my sole purpose here and and my sole purpose is to is to seek and serve the divine. So for me to continue to seek that divine connection within myself and to serve from that that connection, what I call alignment and then moving forward with momentum. Um, everything that I do, whether I'm parenting or whether, whether I'm with, with my husband or whether I'm with my friends, hiking a mountain or, you know, um, if I'm doing my work, it's like my sole purpose is to seek and then serve the divine. And then I, I also happen to have a business in which I do the same thing. And, you know, for, for me, it's really, um, how many more people can I ret- help return back to their own divine selves? And the more people I can do that and the more ways that I can do that in, whether it's, you know, I have online programs where people um, can go and not even have any interaction with me, but they have a downloadable video program where they're learning from me. It's very intimate because I'm looking at them through the computer and they're learning the same information that I taught in my group coaching programs when there, it was live and there was 10 people in it. So, you know, there's many other f- ways to do that because I have people that as much as they want to do one-on-one coaching with me or even do like some kind of live group coaching with me, um, they either live in a totally different time zone, maybe in the other side of the country, so the times don't work for them or um, they can't, you know, right now afford it. They don't have the budget for that. So having something that's like a downloadable um, program or a video program that takes them through lessons, um, you know, there's another opportunity to serve more people in a different capacity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I like what you said there. It's quite interesting about serving the divine and then, and then the business being another way of doing that, because I think having a business an impactful business is definitely, you know, one of the best things that you can do, but I think people kind of almost fall into the, the trap of they think that they are their business and they become so identified with it that it's like that's the only way that they can ever make an impact in the world but serving having that a big overarching vision of serving the divine and then the business being another way of doing it i think that's quite a cool cool way of looking at things oh thank you yeah (laughs) awesome so what does what does um the future hold for you then i mean obviously you're doing so well at the moment and um you've got all your your quantum success coaching academy as well um do you have any kind of big goals for the future or is it is it ma- matter of like scaling what you're doing now do you, have, do you have those kind of plans
1: i have both actually i have a a, a new book coming out in september called quantum success in your career so it's um you know me applying everything i do everything i teach everything i coach from is helping people apply the seven essential laws so it's helping to apply the seven essential laws um you know to your business or career whether you're looking for a job or you're wanting to get a job promotion or if you have your own business you're starting your own business you know whatever aspect of your career you want more success in Um, these, this book is going to help you be able to do that. So that's coming out in September and, you know, creating the, the strategies of what cities I'm going to go to and, you know, what, what bookstores I'm going to go to and speaking engagements that I'm going to do. And, you know, so that's that a lot of the strategies of what's to come is, is really what's going on right now. And, you know, it's always, you know, scaling the business, obviously, how do we, um, seek and serve more, (laughs) um you know, and, and different ways of doing that. So, um, we have our, our coaching academy, the quantum success coaching academy always launches in April. So we have, um, the classes start in May, and then we also have classes that start in October. So that's always a focal point of, you know, what kind of content are we going to provide those people that are thinking about, um, becoming a coach and helping them decide if the quantum success coaching academy is for them, you know, um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, we we just, we just started launching this month, um, a program to help people open to their channel and open to their guides. So, you know, we, uh, we've, we've always got nude stuff that we're doing that people are asking for. And then, um, you know, like, yeah, that's what I do. How do I, how could I teach someone how to do that? You know? So, yeah,
0: that's cool. Yeah. I I was gonna, obviously it's a whole other topic, but, um, seeing the emails i've been practicing learning to channel myself but i saw the emails um of the uh, channeling program that you're bringing out and it looks, looks awesome is that a i mean just like a quick insight kind of what impact that's had on your life and or on business and just kind of how it takes things to the next level because it sounds awesome <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, cha- channeling for me is like, I'm my, all of my books have come through me. And like, I've had, you know, that's one thing that changed when I became a New York Times bestselling author is, you know, my literary agent and publishers are like, okay, so when's your next book? You know, let's look at your next book. And I'm like, I don't know what my next book is because I don't, I don't work like that when it comes to my books, they're channeled through me. I mean, the art, the art of having it all channeled through me within two weeks, it was written and, you know, be edited and all that perfect pictures came through me in seven nights at one Oh five in the morning, seven nights in a row. So my books are, I, you know, I've come to know myself as a channel because of how I would open up and my pen would hit paper. And then my arm was not my, my own. It was like, it's, my arm took on a life of its own. And I would like sit back and watch my arm just <laughs> bring through this information. Like this is the weirdest thing ever. Um, my, my book that's coming out in September, I was on a cruise ship and at three o'clock in the morning, I got woken up with this information. My kids and my husband are asleep and we had a beautiful, you know, big suite, but one's on the couch, one's in a separate room. My husband was in, in our room and the only place I had to go was in the bathroom. So I'm crouching down this small little bathroom, you know, with my hand going a mile a minute for like about three hours. And, uh, You know, that, that book got channeled in three hours on the bathroom floor of a a cruise ship, you know, so when it happens and where it happens, you know, I've just, I've dedicated myself to say, okay, you know, I know this isn't going to be convenient sometimes, but I'm willing to be open and, you know, and, um, a lot of my group coaching programs, I mean, everything that I pretty much do in my business, um, you know, when I get that that urge or that, that voice that says, email this person or text that person or go to this meeting. You know, I'm, when I am open to the guidance, that's always there from my divine, from the, you know, when I'm in a channel for that, that's when I call alignment. And from there, the physical part of me, the co-creative partner with the divine, which is the physical part that the divine can't send an email. It needs me to do that, you know, that part. Um, when we co-create together and I am obedient, um, and listen to the, um, the, the download, like get up and write this information down and I'm obedient and I do it, it always ends up really well.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And have you, have you tried to do it before without it being channeled and it just like turns out forced? Have you ever kind of experienced that? Oh yeah it's
1: it's you know and and that's why I said I'm not ever writing a book I've got two other books in the wings right now because they've already been channeled through me and so you know um I I (laughs) I don't I I I tried to write a book once and it's that's what it felt like I'm trying to write a book it's just like oh this is so horrible Um, (laughs) and so that's you know I don't I don't do that anymore
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah that's awesome and did you with that program then was that specifically targeted at entrepreneurs or was it just for for anyone really
1: the channeling program yeah yeah it's for anybody i mean anybody that wants to be a helpful helper healer any i mean anyone that just because you know for whatever you're doing in your life to have yourself be guided by your um divine self whether it's in business or even in your personal life i mean it's it's pretty amazing to open up to that to that, having knowing that you've got someone, something, um, watching out for you and guiding you, and being able to have an experience of connecting with that part of you and knowing when the voice, because you know you could be kinesthetic and you feel something that you need to do something, or you can get you know a visual picture of something that you need to do, or you can hear something. So channels speak to us in different ways based on how we actually hear the information or how we receive the information. So it's it's practicing, you know. It I always say that channeling is both a skill and a gift, and it's a gift that we all have, but it's a skill that we have to learn how to do it.
0: Yeah, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'd love it if you could um, just share with the listeners where they can find out more about your work and the uh, and the Quantum Success Coaching Academy's work. So I think that's. Uh, Sounds like a really awesome program for people who are looking to make a uh, coaching impact in the world.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, you can find all roads lead to christywhitman.com. So you can go on there, and the downloadable products I was talking about, um, you know, are on there. The um, Quantum Success Coaching Academy information and the classes that we offer, because it's not just a the certification program. We have a Reiki course, a hypnotherapy course, and energy body course um you know the channel channeling course we have a creating money practitioner course so it's a, it's a whole academy with advanced classes um and so you can go to christy and when you do you actually will receive seven but when you put in your name and your email and join my family which i the community which i call my family um you get seven meditations that will help you to know yourself and your life as unlimited and then as you know, Chris, every Monday, I come out with a new show called The Quantum Success Show, where I um, tackle um, interesting topics that will help you shift your perceptions, your energy, um, learn more about the universal laws so that you can either move away from the pain that you're having in whatever hmm. aspect, whatever conditions you have in your life that are unwanted, um, and move towards the things that you do want and move towards a, a world in which you live um, personally where you know yourself and your life is unlimited
0: awesome thank you so much for sharing that thank you well it's been a pleasure to have you on the show Anyway, thank you for coming on and sharing all this um knowledge and some a lot of gold information here for the listeners and for the uh, aspiring light workers in the world so thank you uh, so much for coming on today
1: well, thank you for having me. It does mean a lot that you reached out, and uh, I, I appreciate the opportunity to have this conversation with you, Chris. So thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you. So that is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening and definitely be sure to check out Christie's work on the web. She's got an abundance of awesome training material that you can use to start transforming your life today. and I'll put all the links that you need in the show notes for you to check that out as well. So, That is it for today, guys. I'll catch you all next time. Take care. Bye-bye.